person who truly wants to live according to the will of God and so much then of who we are as believers and so much of our growth and um, if you want our faithfulness in discipleship is made up in what we are in prayer and how we're praying. Prayer reflects something of just that substance of our spirituality. Now, I've been saying in, in recent weeks how a, a rather maybe basic division of the uh, Lord's Prayer at this point would note that the first petitions are, are basically God words. So um, we're taught here to recognize that the glory of God is vital in prayer. When you come to pray, your concern is ultimately to please God, to glorify him. Uh, and in that sense, there's a strong similarity, there's overlap in the meaning of the petitions, the implications. You can't have one of these petitions without the other. You can't pray, hallowed be God's name, without also having a desire to see, as we looked at this morning, the kingdom of God come. And the same thing goes for this third petition. Um, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You can see maybe already how strong, strongly a similarity there is between praying that, God, we want your will to be done on earth, and praying that God's kingdom will come. The, the God's will being done on earth is the fruit, if you want, the result of his kingdom coming. If God, when God reigns as sovereign over the world, when God is reigning, then what happens is his will is revealed and people surrender to it. They submit themselves to it. So um, you can't really have one without the other. We're not meant to separate them. But maybe the, the difference is in um, just something of the particular nuance that's emphasized in the petition. Uh, especially, as I've just kind of illustrated, that in praying, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's almost a particularization of the petition, your kingdom come. The person who prays that God's kingdom will come is someone who's also longing to see his, his will being done on earth. That's what it looks like for God's kingdom to come. Is also for then God's will to be known for God's will to be obeyed. Uh, and so uh, that's, that's maybe the, the difference here. And so we're able to look maybe with, with closer, closer lenses as what it means for God to be ruling uh, because we say, oh, we know that God has a law that has to be obeyed and has to be commanded. And that's, the, um, that's what we've come to look at this evening and what we're praying in particular when we're saying that we want God's will to be done. The person who prays, your will be done. Uh, and so I'm going to ask a few questions of that phrase and hopefully then help to illustrate for you the, the important point that Jesus Christ is stressing that our prayers must reflect this. Our prayers must be born on these type of wings. Our prayers must be um, undergirded by this kind of reality. Thy will be done. We must pray when we, when we go on our knees to pray, and, and, and this is true of whatever we're asking for in prayer, we're going on our knees to pray for, for daily bread, we're going on our knees to pray for protection, um, for journey mercies, whatever we're praying for, 
We need to be people who pray in the spirit of your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We, 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 we pray as people who prioritize, who love God's will and who want his will to be done. We want God to be honored. Um, and so let me ask a few questions on that and hopefully we, we know how to pray right to make sure our prayers are uh, um, in a way that honors the Lord to make sure that we're praying correctly. Um, and the first question we, we, we can ask is, is what the will of God is here? And already you may have heard, haven't heard me refer a number of times to the phrase, that will be done. You might already assume that you know what it is, especially that um, we're being told to pray here in Matthew chapter 6 when Jesus Christ tells us to pray that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What is God's will that is done in, in heaven, heaven, this place of God's enthronement? Um, now, there's two possibilities, you might say, um, although I think Matthew is particularly dealing with one thing. When Matthew teaches us to pray, when Jesus teaches us to pray here, your will be done. He could, you could say he was referring to what theologians would refer to as God's secret will or hidden will or God's will of decree. By that, what we mean is God's will is basically what runs the whole earth, right? Everything that happens in some sense happens according to God's will. What we mean by that is nothing would ever happen if God hasn't at least allowed it to happen, permitted it to happen, right? Nothing happens without God's notice. You know, you know the story. Satan cannot do anything unless at some level, if you want, God approves. Okay? And very often Christians think of God's will in that way. Rightly so. We think of God's will as the things he allows to happen to us. The, the, the ways that God has ordained, defined, ordered our lives, to which we are not necessarily privy to. He doesn't tell us. He doesn't reveal. That's why it's called the secret will of God. But because we know that all things that happen, happen according to his will, we submit to it. We surrender to it. Right? Um, and Christians cherish understanding that will, and it, it's often a matter of strong comfort. Um, and, uh, you know, no one so clearly magnified the importance of acknowledging God's will, like our Lord Jesus, who prayed at Gethsemane, your will, not mine, be done. Okay, Christians know what that's like. Sometimes you find that you're sick. In, in a true sense, you know that that is God's will. Not in the sense that God commands you to be sick or um, that, God, that you're not allowed to seek health, but that actually in God's sovereignty and in God's wisdom, he has allowed sickness to come your way. And very often, the strength we have to face Adversity and things like sickness 
is our accepting of that fact. Say it's God's will. Because it reminds us that God is in control and that we can trust him. And that even the, 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 the difficult things, the painful things he allows to happen for us, he does because he loves us and because he's working everything together for our good. That's one way to think of God's will. And so in that sense, you'd be saying, when we pray your will be done, we're praying whatever you've decreed for, to happen in this world, which we don't know, we don't see, may it happen. But similarly to what I was saying this morning about praying thy kingdom come, I don't think that's, exa- that's, that's the way to think of God's will in this passage. We, we are not called to pray for God's secret hidden will. Uh, God's the one who is, he is called the end from the beginning. Right? God knows everything. God has designed what will happen. That's already done. He doesn't use our prayers for that. He doesn't need our prayers for that. Uh, God has written the story of history perfectly. There's nothing we can do to contribute or adjust it. And his will will be done. That's not what our Savior has in mind here when he tells us to pray, thy will be done. What he has is another way of speaking about God's will. What he has in mind here, and this is, we know this because at different points when Jesus Christ speaks about the will of the Father in the book of Matthew, is this sense of God's will that he has in mind. This sense of God's will that is referred to as God's revealed will. God's, sometimes theologians will call it preceptive will, his will of precept, his will of command. So that is, God tells us what he wants us to do. God tells us where he wants us to go. God has commands, he has a will. God reveals the things that please him, and he wants us to respond by obeying him. There's that sense in which we can speak of, of God's will. Now, let me show you how, give an example how both things um, interact sometimes. Um, God's will was for our Lord Jesus to bear the weight of sin by dying on the cross. Right? It, was, it, was, it pleased the Father to bruise him. That was God's will. It was God's foreknowledge. Before, the Bible says he was a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. God had pre-planned that. He predestined that. That was God's will. And so in a sense, nothing could stop that from happening. But the slander, the blasphemy, the, the injustice, the violence, the brutality, all those things, those criminal acts, if you want, that led to our Savior's death were against God's revealed will, right? It was a sin for those folks to have done that. It's against the will of God, okay? When someone, someone robs a bank, in God's secret will, hidden will, God knew that will happen. He permitted that to happen. In fact, he's written that into the story of history. But 
in accordance with God's revealed will, where the, uh, the, the, the eighth commandment reminds us not to steal. That's a violation of God's will, God's revealed will, his will where he gives us commandments. And this is what we are called to pray regarding in this passage. In Matthew 6, we're called to pray that God's revealed will may be obeyed, that God's commandments may be adhered to, uh, that what God says is good might be seen as good, that what God says is evil may be seen as evil. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May your commandments, your precepts be obeyed. May people see your way and follow it. May people see your statutes. May people know what God is like and, and what God requires. And this is how God says for us to live. And may they obey it. That's what we pray. Now, I'll just say this before I ask the second question. There's been, I, I've actually, there is, a, there, is a, there is a way in which the Christian's heart marries both, surrenders to both these uh, reflections of God's will. So the hymns I chose for us to sing, uh, well, the one we just sang and the ones tonight, reflect submission to God's hidden will. The, the hymn we just sang, God Holds the Key of All Unknown, is a hymn that says, listen, I, I surrender myself to God's hidden will. This, the hymn we're going to close with, My Times Are In Thy Hand, is a hymn that's testifying to surrendering to God's secret will because we trust him. But the point to be made there is that it's the same heart. Is only the person who has learned to trust. It's the person who has learned to trust God because they know God is good, regardless of what they're going through, who is also going to delight in obeying his commandments. Right? It's the person who says, who says I, I surrender to whatever God wants to do with me, however he wants to lead me, whatever doors he wants to close, the ones he wants to open, the... The, the struggles he wants to take me through, I surrender to him because I see that he is good, because I see that he is God, because I see that I can trust him, because he holds my life. And the person who has that sort of submission to God's will is, this, is, the, is the same person, is the only kind of person who can see the goodness of God's commandments and then obey them. But we pray when we pray for God's will to be done, we're praying, as I say, for God's revealed will. That's what this prayer is aimed at. God, may people obey your commandments. May people obey your will. Well, the second thing to ask ourselves if we want to understand this petition tonight is what it means for God's will to be done in heaven. Because our prayer is to see it done the same way on the earth. So we, 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 we pray, we see God's will, and God's will is worthy of being honored and obeyed. But Jesus Christ says, 
the way you want to see God's will obeyed on the earth is how it's being done in heaven. That's what our prayer is. We know that on earth, men and women don't reckon with God's will the way they do in heaven. Uh, but the perfect way to see it done in heaven, to see God's will obeyed, is to see how it's done in heaven. So how is God's will obeyed in heaven? Well, I mentioned this when I was preaching from the preface to this, the Lord's Prayer, our Father in heaven. Heaven is not merely the place, a, a, a phrase for location, although I don't think we should um, ignore the implication of, of location. God wants our hearts to be raised above the simply, the earthly realm, for us to remember there's more to what goes on around us than just our physical eyes. You know, we're prone to be people of, of, the, of, of feeling, of what we see and what we can touch and just our senses. And we ignore the fact that there's something deeper even than just what the body can feel. There's, a, there's spiritual realities. There's a spiritual realm. Um, and so Jesus Christ points us to heaven. Um, but heaven is the place, not just locationally where God might be said to dwell, but where, God's, where God rules and reigns. Heaven is a, place, is a place of God's enthronement, where God is sovereign. But in particular, I think what Jesus Christ has in mind here then for us when he says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, is the place where God's angels are in perfect submission to him. The elect angels, the holy angels, <clears throat> are in submission to God's will. Uh, they, 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 they surrender to God's will in heaven. They, they, they worship God. They, they, they delight in him. And, and those two things might be what's at the heart of this command. What, how is God's will obeyed in heaven? Well, number one is obeyed absolutely. There's no question. No questioning of God's will. Uh, that, that's, that's what we see. Heaven is a place where everything God commands is obeyed. There's no rebellion. Um, whatever rebellion there could have been in heaven was purged a long, long time ago. So the, 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 the angels in heaven obey God absolutely. They're his servants. Where he goes, where he sends them, they go. There's, there's, they're, 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 they're servants, they're, they're, uh, they're messengers of God. So it's, it's absolutely, they, they don't leave, there's no hidden, there's no area hidden from God. They're not hiding anything. There's no secret place. Uh, there, there's nothing where God doesn't have a say. It's absolute. Everything is according to how God commands it. And when we pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we're praying for God's will to be done absolutely. We're praying that people would never think that there is one area of life where God's will is not what is important. We're praying that whether it's in politics, or in the medical field, or in sports, or in school, people would fear God's will first, foremost, and only God's will is absolute. Your will be done. We're praying that 
of course, with anticipation of the time when it will finally arrive, when earth and heaven will kiss and we will see God's will absolutely done. There will be no voice of contention. So one of the things is absolute. It's an absolute response to God's will. The second thing is it's with the light. This is not forced obedience. It's not constrained obedience. This is a delightful obedience. They rejoice in doing the will of their God. They have loved the will of their God. They see the beauty of the will of their God. They see the logic. They see the pleasure of doing God's will, the rightness, the righteousness. It's a delight. And so we pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray, oh, that men and women might see the beauty of obeying your commandments. That they might see that your, 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 your commandments give life. They might see that uh, only by obeying you do they avoid destruction. We, we pray for the light that people might learn that following God must be the fruit of love, receiving his love to us that then births our love to him, the light. We pray that. May people see that to obey God's will is not to put yourself under a burden. To obey God's will uh, is not to, to do that which, uh, which, you, which you, you hate. To obey God's will is something that must come from a place of delight. I see how God's will leads to life. So that's what it means for God's will to be done in heaven. God's will is done absolutely. And it's done with delight. And we pray that we might see that happen on earth. Thirdly, then, when we pray this, what can we say with a bit more um, precision that we are praying for? Right? When we pray this prayer, thy will be done, what are we asking for? What are we praying for in this petition? We're praying for the advancement of the gospel, right? That's wonderful. That's, that's, again, and, and I know this is the same thing we're praying for in, in, when we pray, your kingdom come. We're, we're praying that God's, we're praying for the church to advance. We're, we're praying for God's message to spread because only when God's message is proclaimed and received do people learn the very will of God? And what is the will of God? Our Lord Jesus says that he might believe on his son. When we pray, your will be done on earth. One of the things we're praying is, Lord, put people in positions where they learn more about you. Deliver them from the deceptions of Satan. The God of this world has blinded them. Uh, but we're praying that they might come to this place where they actually learn from you. They see who you are. And they, 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 they stop trying to fight you. They put down their swords and surrender to the God of peace. We're praying for that. The spread of the message of the gospel. 
We're praying for faithful gospel teaching, right? Because we, we know that God will use, uh, he will use faithful gospel ministry to help people see what his will is. So when we pray that will be done, one of the things we're praying is, may they be faithful churches and faithful ministers and places where God's word is faithfully explained so that men and women know what your will is. Right? We're praying for the confidence and boldness to be faithful to the word of God even in the face of opposition. Even in the face of the temptation towards popularity and compromise, we say, no, this is God's will. You, you may not like it. It might not sit right with you. But this is what God has said. And God's will is good. And God's will is true. That's what we're praying for. The many ways in which God allows his message to be spread, and people to see his truth. And we're praying for the Spirit to subdue men and women's hearts so that they can come and believe, rather than think that God's word is oppressive, that God's word is obsolete. Uh, they might see that this is the word of liberty, that everything else leads to destruction. This is God's word that sets free. And they might surrender to God's will. And we're praying for God to defend the church against opposition and keep the church in persecution so that those of us, those who are the instruments of God revealing his will, never start to compromise. The Apostle Paul says the church is the pillar and the ground of truth. And our duty is to uphold the truth. We, we, we don't make the truth. It's not our truth. It's God's truth. But the church is the means by which God upholds that for the world to see. And when we pray, your will be done, we're praying, Lord, we're praying for the instruments, the church, that you might be kept, that you might be faithful in displaying uh, the, the will of God, in, in proclaiming the will of God. And we're praying that men and women may come and surrender to it. Next question to ask then is, how does God answer this prayer? And I was saying this morning, God never gave us the Lord's Prayer just to be something we recite in the privacy of our own homes to no effect whatsoever. The Bible says that God is the God who answers prayer. Unto him all flesh come. Jesus Christ gave us this prayer so that we could seek answer from God in prayer. And so when we pray, thy will be done, we must be confident that God will answer that prayer. Now, ultimately and finally, God answers that prayer by finally ushering us into his presence on the last day where every... Every soul is in perfect subjection to Jesus Christ and his will is done perfectly. The time will come, the day is coming when there will be no rival to God's will. Where men will not be able to blaspheme the will of God or contradict it or question it. There's a, there's a final time like that. But even before then, God answers this prayer 
right? It's so crucial to say that God answers the prayer. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What I mean is almost progressively, God causes us to see men and women who delight in obeying God's will absolutely. God does that. God really allows men and women to see of all tribes and nations. And, and you know, friends, friends, that's why we're here. One of the reasons why we're here as a local church is so that we can take up these words in prayer and so God may use us and respond to our cries to him because it pleases him to glorify himself this way by calling some out of darkness into his marvelous light. Some who, by the grace of the Holy Spirit, will see that all the things they heard that were contrary to the word of God were Satan's lies. And now they see God's will is the one that was true. Some who who realize, oh, contrary to what the world has told me, that I should just follow my feelings, there's a God in heaven, and he has revealed his will. Some who will see that contrary to what the world has told me, that I can make whatever decisions I want in in, in the area of my emotional life, my physical life, they say, no, no, actually, God has a will, and I can see it. And this will leads to life. God actually does that. He, he, He works in such a powerful way that people are willing to forsake autonomy. They're willing to forsake the idol of self, and surrender themselves to what God has said in his word. They start to see the beauty of God's will. They they see that living a life before where they were ignoring God's will was destructive, it's stolen so many years from them. And now they thank the God and Father of our Lord Jesus who has saved them so that they can see that his will is true. And now they obey it in absolute the light. One more thing I will say on this is that when we pray this, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And since we ought to pray it as those who mean this prayer for ourselves, then one thing that God also promises us in this prayer is the strength to do his will. You know, even as we as Christians confess that God's will is delightful. But we don't always delight in it, even though as we confess that as a sovereign God, obedience to his will should be absolute. But our obedience is not always absolute. But as we pray like this, God gives us the grace and the strength. There's that Christian man struggling to make the right decision in the area of his business. He knows He shouldn't do this. He shouldn't sign this deal. But it's lucrative. And God, he prays like this. And God gives him the strength to forsake wealth that he might do the will of God. There is that Christian woman in a relationship where it's it's, it's full of unforgiveness and bitterness. And this person has really offended her. And she knows she knows that all she wants to do is hate them back and be wicked to them and, 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 and do evil for evil, but God's will 
calls her to forgive and calls her to be gracious. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, she finds herself strengthened to almost do the impossible. Heart is softened to love those who have done evil to her because she's, she's able to say, rather than my will, I will do the will of God. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's one of the things God promises his people, the strength to be able to do his will. It, and it come what may, it doesn't matter the, 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 the area. You know, it doesn't matter what the world is saying. Someone says, well, you know, if you raise your children this way today, people are going to accuse you of being, of being controlling parents, maybe even abusive parents. If we, if we bring our children to Sunday school, we teach them about, about God, and we teach, people are going to look at us as, 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 as dangerous parents. But we, when, we, when we pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we mean that God gives us the strength to obey his will in spite of the opposition of the world. And it's not easy for the natural person to choose the things that physical eyes cannot see, to choose to do the will of God rather than be approved by people. You, you know what it's like for you to know that you are choosing a path that will increasingly ostracize you from the popular opinion, that will increasingly make people say disparaging things about you. But when we pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, God promises to give us the strength not to compromise, for his church to be kept unstained, untainted from the world because we pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And how is God's will done in heaven? With great delight, with great, and, and, and with, with absoluteness. And that's how some of God's people in previous times have obeyed God even at the expense of their own lives uh, because God strengthened them as they prayed this kind of prayer. Your will be done on earth. That's what we long to see. Well, last question I'm going to ask about this is, what type of people then do we promise to be when we pray this prayer? Or how does this prayer transform us as we pray it? If When we pray this from our hearts, what kind of people do we become? Well, one of the things we commit to do when we pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, is to be obedient people, right? We, 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 we honor God in everything. We obey God in everything. We don't try and hide our sins. We don't call one sin too little, a very little sin that we don't want to worry about. No, we, we know that we ought to give God obedience in everything. The person who prays, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, is going to be obedient to their God. They're going to obey your God's commands. And that's what we say when we come to God in, in prayer like this. Another thing that we do is we commit ourselves to discerning God's will. We can't pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and not be concerned to know God's will. We can't pray, oh God, we want your commands to be obeyed, your statutes to be delighted in and not actually read our Bibles 
And I actually study the scriptures. And if we truly pray like this, if the church prays like this, then as we pray, as we increase our prayers, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we're also going to increase our Bible study and how carefully we understand the scriptures. And we won't let anyone take away the Bible from us. We won't let anybody tear out Genesis from our Bibles when we know just how much of what the Bible says uh, about how men and women must live and even about eternal life is grounded in a book like Genesis. We won't play with our Old Testament. We won't, we won't allow anyone to take Paul from us. Not because these, I'm saying Paul is special enough himself, but because this is the inspired word of God. And when we pray that it will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we're saying we're going to be Bible readers, going to meditate on God's word day and night. We're going to apply. Sometimes we're going to sit down and think through what does God's word say? How does this direct us here? How do we obey the scriptures? Not what people say, not what's popular, what's on the news, but what's in the Bible. When we pray this prayer, we commit ourselves to being people of the book, God's word. And last thing I'll say in this regard, that we commit ourselves, when we, when we pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We commit ourselves to be people who delight in the will of God, in the law of God. You know, very often, we have to be honest as Christians. We carry on God's carry on obeying God's commandments as though they were a burden to us, as though someone was forcing us to do it. And we we don't delight in God's law, but that's not how God's will is obeyed in heaven. In heaven, God's will is obeyed with delight. And you know why? Because in heaven, these angels, they, they see the glory of the Father. They see that he's holy. They see that he's good. They see that he's just. There's no question about it. Everything outside of him is unsatisfying. Everything outside of him is evil. They see that this is goodness. And they delight in the character of their God. And if we're going to pray this prayer, then one, what it's going to mean for us is we'll delight in our God. And it's, no man has seen the Father. It's only Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son. Jesus Christ, the unique God, is the one who has revealed him. Christ reveals him. And why do I say that then? Because the light in the will of God is to the light in Jesus, the one who reveals him. Nothing like us understanding over and over again, seeing with greater clarity the beauty of the gospel of Jesus. What does it mean that this Jesus became a man. The Son of God became a man. He came into our world. And he died for us and he rose again. And in him is revealed the beauty of God. In him is revealed the deep love of the Father. In him is revealed the goodness of the Father. In him is revealed the faithfulness of the Father. The kindness, the compassionate nature of the Father. We can trust him. 
He is goodness. He is beauty. And then when we see that, his law becomes a delight. When we see in the face of Jesus, the glory of the Father's commands, then God's law becomes a delight. Then we see that God's law is not a burden. It's not a constraint. God's law is not an obstacle or a hindrance. Uh, God's law is pure, right? It's perfect. It revives the soul. And we pray like our Savior teaches us to pray. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.